So we're holding by Parachaf Pasuk Lamed. We learned previously that Shaul notices David's repeated absence from the Sudas, and when he questions Yonason, Yonason tells him that he granted David a leave of absence to go to a family Suda in Beis Lechem. So Pasuk Lamed, Shaul gets very angry. Vayicharav Shaul be Yonason. Shaul gets very angry with Yonason. Says the Dalsayfrim, Shaul felt that Yonason had no authority to grant David a leave of absence. The only person with that authority was Shaul himself. And so he gets angry, so he tells Yonason, he insults Yonason, he says, Ben Navas Hamartus, the son of a corrupt and rebellious woman. So he insults Yonason by insulting Yonason's mother. Haloyadati, Shal continues, you think I don't know, Ki Atal Ben Yishai, that you chose the son of Yishai, Lebashtacha, to your own shame, Ulubashis Ervasi Mechan, to the shame of your mother's erva. So a strange Lashon, we'll see what it means. First of all, what is this Ben Navas Hamartus, the son of a rebellious and corrupt woman? So Mardus is from a Lushan of Mered, which means rebellion. That's how most of the Mepharshim learn. Navas, says the Radak, is from a Lushan of Evos, which is, means either evil or corrupt. So Shaul was claiming that just as Yonason's mother was rebellious, so too Yonason was also rebelling and following his mother's example by showing love to Shaul's enemy, David. The Malbim says that Shaul accused Yonason of not just rebelling, but illogically rebelling. Like that's The, the rebellion itself was corrupt. What does that mean? means that normally when someone corrupts, so it's normally to your own benefit. So uh, when someone rebels, rather. When someone rebels, it's to your own benefit. But here, Shaul couldn't understand why is Yonason rebelling when he's taking the throne away from himself and giving it to Shaul's enemy. It makes no sense. The whole rebellion was a corrupt rebellion. It makes no sense. Why are you taking the throne from yourself, Yonason, and giving it to an outsider? Your whole Mardus makes no sense. The Rabag says the word Mardus is actually from a lesson of Ridoi, which means discipline. So Shaul was saying that Yonasan was the son of a mother who didn't discipline him properly, and that's why he's acting out. The Marda, another shot in Mardus, according to the Rav Bag, is that Mardus from Elushan of being a ruler. So Shaul was saying that Yonasan's mother was not qualified to be a member of the royal family, and just like his mother was, and neither was Yonasan, and that's why Yonasan was giving up the throne to David. Rashi learns that the word Navas is from a Lashon of Na, like Navanad, like a wanderer, but in the sense that Na means like outgoing outwardly, being outward. So Rashi brings down from the uh, Misa in Sefer Shoftim, in Perachafalef, right after Pilegesh Begivo. So after that story happens, when the Sheva bin Yamin goes to war with the rest of Klai Yisrael, so the rest of Klai Yisrael swears off giving any of their daughters in marriage to Sheva bin Yamin. However, they soon regret it, and they feel bad that they're cutting off bin Yamin, and so they allow the men of Sheva bin Yamin to travel to Shilai, where there are karbonas being brought, and in celebration of the karbonas, the women were dancing. So they gave permission to the men of Sheva bin Yamin to go to the vineyard, and when they would see a woman dancing, they would be allowed to take her as their wife. So Shaul was one of those men from Sheva bin Yamin who went to the vineyard, but being embarrassed, and as we always learned, his anivas, he was too ashamed to take a woman himself. However, one woman boldly steps out of the line and goes and pursues Shaul and marries him. And this woman becomes Shaul's wife and Yonason's eventual mother. So Shaul is calling Yonason, the son of an outward mother, an outgoing mother who should be disciplined for her actions. She acted inappropriately without sneers. And therefore, so did you, Yonason. Then Shaul says, that you supporting David to your own shame, to your mother's shame. So the Redak says Shaul was saying that when people saw Yonason supporting David, which was Shaul's enemy, they would assume that Yonason was a mamzer. His mother had had relations outside of the marriage, and that's where Yonason was, uh, was a mamzer from that, from that union. 
So how do we understand the Radak? So the Radak could be understood one of two ways. First of all, people would suspect that Yonah's son, being a mamzer, knew that Shaul wasn't his father, and so he wasn't concerned about supporting Shaul's enemies. Secondly, being a mamzer, if Shaul's not his father, so he, feel, he would feel no need to respect Shaul as a father. He wouldn't have to have that same respect. He would be unconcerned about Shaul's kavod, honoring Shaul, showing Shaul the proper respect, because anyway, as a mamzer, he would have no ties to him whatsoever. And the Musa Nevi'im brings this down and relates this to Gemara in Baba Basra. It's Daf Nun Ches Aleph. The Gemara there tells us a story that there was a man who had ten sons, but he knew that his wife was Mazana, and only one of the ten was really his. The other nine were Mamzerim. So he left in his will that all of his property should go to that one son. But they didn't know. How do they know which son is the right one? So they went to Reb Rebbenah said all of the ten sons should hit the father's grave until the father himself will reveal which son is the right son. Nine of the sons went to hit it, but one of the sons stood to the side. He refused to do it. So Rebbenah said that this is the only legitimate son. Why? Because even though he couldn't explain it, but he had an instinct of kavod, of respect, and he couldn't bring himself to hit the grave of his father, even though, again, they all technically assumed that this guy was, was their father, but a legitimate son cannot, has in, in instinct, prevents him from disrespecting his father. So they, they t- the Muslim Nevi'im ties that back here, that people would assume that if Yonah's son is disrespecting his father in such a way, he's an illegitimate son. The Babinel says that Shaul knew that David would not rule during Shaul's lifetime, but rather would have to rule during Yonah's son's, uh, d- d- subsequently, and if Yonah's son was alive, and presumably Yonah's son's mother was alive, that would be the shame, the shame that David would rule in place of both Yonah's son and Yonah's son's mother. The Abbas Yonis and the say a beautiful Chiddush which sort of ties this all together to something we learned previously. You'll recall the whole Machlaikas, we did a deeper dive on this, the Mayavi Veloy Mayavis argument, which was questioning David's whole legitimacy, not just to be a king, but even to marry into Klyestral. So the whole argument of Mayavi Veloy Mayavis, we went through it, but basically the argument centers around were Mayavi women held responsible for not coming out with bread and water. Now certainly they didn't, shouldn't have brought bread and water for the men, but should they have brought bread and water to the women? That was Doyeg's whole claim. So over there we said that Chazal, and in the days the Bezdin of Shmuel concluded that even to women, the Mayavi women should not have brought to the Jewish women because a woman's place is in the home. And so therefore, it was inappropriate for the women, it, was a, it would have been a lack of tzniyos for the Mayavi women even to bring bread and water to the Jewish women. So according, if Yainas son supports David as Melech, that means he supports this idea of a Mayavi, it's not sneers for, for a Mayavi woman to come out, meaning a sneers of a woman is to act inwardly. Well, by doing so, Yonason is Im, Im, implicitly criticizing his own mother because his own mother acted exactly the opposite. She was outgoing. And she, so using that example, she went against sneers by going and seeking out Shaul. So he's saying, so Shaul is saying to Yonason, beautiful shout over here, Shaul is saying to Yonason, you're going to go and support Ben Yishai, you're embarrassing yourself and you're embarrassing your mother. You're embarrassing yourself by giving up the throne. And you're embarrassing your mother because you're shaming your mother that she acted without Sneas, whereas David's ancestors are not faulted for staying at home because it's appropriate for, because based on the Psaq, that it's appropriate for a woman to act Betzinah and not be outgoing in such a way.